Welcome to Season 3, Episode 14 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome back. Hello again. We hope you've had a wonderful week. We certainly have had a week full of adventure. We sure have. We realised one week in Winton was not going to be enough for us to do everything that we wanted to do and to really immerse ourselves in the town. Yeah, look, it has been a common thread through our travels that going and visiting these locations, particularly when you're not really aware of what's on offer, Mm. uh, can really bring you unstuck because if you've planned for two or three days Mm. and you find out that you need two weeks, you feel like you're (laughs) running around and rushing. So we realised pretty well after day one that we were going to need a lot longer than a week. Mm. And, yeah, two weeks, brilliant. Oh, And wasn't that just the best decision? And I have to say I think that that making that decision to stay longer in Winton for my mind anyway, has set the tone for how we need to travel moving forward anyways. I know that there are definitely going to be times where we need to push through places to get somewhere else, but it really made me realise that at every opportunity we do need to take longer if we can, slow down a little bit because we were also afforded a few days of just chilling out or getting work done, or just hanging out in Winton. It wasn't all go, 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 which also adds to the experience, I think, too. Exactly. And you have an opportunity or more opportunity to meet the true characters. Which is exactly what happened in Winton, and as a nice segue, is what we're going to be talking about this podcast. Exactly. Let's start with... Red Dirt Tours, Mm -hmm. owned and operated by a lovely lady, an incredibly intelligent lady, Vicky, who shared a tour with us out to Lark Quarry, located about 110 kilometres outside of Winton on a red dirt road, Yes, uh, to experience what is a national monument, the Dinosaur Stampede. It's Not just a dinosaur stampede. It is the only known dinosaur stampede in the world. It still blows my mind that somebody, you know, stumbled across this. Yeah, yeah, a local farmer (laughs) just happened to find a few footprints that were fossilised and originally they were thought to be some sort of chicken footprint or bird footprint. Mm. Oh, no, they weren't. What they uncovered was over 3,000 footprints of Australian dinosaurs that lived in this area just a cool 95 million years ago. Look, I I thought that this whole experience, particularly being able to jump on a tour with Vicky, mm-hmm. was outstanding. Oh, absolutely. The... The, the tour experience, you know, separate from actually getting to Lark Quarry and experiencing the dinosaur stampede, the Red Dirt tour experience in itself was a fantastic way to spend the day. There's a, a number of reasons 
why we think this was so good. Uh, Vicky, obviously the host, very knowledgeable, mm. her flora and fauna, her commentary was consistent but not overdone. Mm. Uh, she had a really jolly, upbeat disposition yep. for someone who's delivering this same content day in, day out, mm -hmm. every day of the week. Uh, I thought that was wonderful. She's obviously found something she's very passionate yes. about, which I'm sure is why she is so jolly and so in the moment yep. when she's sharing this content. I didn't have to drive. <laughs> I love that. Huge bonus. There is, you know, this outback location. 110 kilometres is not that far. However, when you're on a red, dirt, corrugated road, that is a, a lot of bumps to, mm. to get through and to get the family through. So going out in a full drive purpose-built truck yes, that I think has a capacity of about 20 to 22 passengers is amazing, air-conditioned. Mm -hmm. We not only stayed... On the track, she has been given access to private properties, which then opened up new landscapes. Some of the most spectacular landscape that we saw on that journey was contained within that private property. So if you were just headed out to Lark Quarry, you know, in your own vehicle, you would miss some of that spectacular, epic vista yeah, that we got to experience. You know, you hear the word grandeur, and it is that, isn't it? The other part of, that I thought was excellent is the storytelling around the history mm -hmm. of the region. Yes. How Winton came to be Winton. Yes. Isn't that cool? The graziers, how the, f the land was actually allocated, and how they came up with all the names of the different mm. stations around the area. Mm -hmm. And then again, her knowledge across all the wildlife that we saw, I think getting off the track and slowing down meant that we saw an abundance of wildlife yeah. as well. Yeah. We also saw a lot of stock animals and, mm -hmm. and learn about the history there around grazing stock. Uh, and then onto the stampede itself, we had morning tea first, then we had lunch at the Stampede. Mm -hmm. We went inside to a wonderful hosted experience that included an AV package, mm -hmm. uh, a bit more storytelling, and then a walk and talk of about a half an hour through the Stampede itself. A great retail space. You can pick up, you know, food and beverage uh, if, if you need that. It is quite hot out there, so that was great to stop and grab a drink as well. And then back out to meet Vicky, who had prepared fruit salad mm -hmm. before we started trekking back the 110 kilometres to Winton. Yeah. So all in all, just a really wonderful experience, a full day, 8 till 4 p.m. Yeah. And highly recommend it. Definitely. And Vicky does a number of tours in the Winton area. So there are, you know, choices from a full day tour to a morning tour um, and lots of different experiences within those tours that Vicky offers. So definitely recommend if you are in the Winton area, jumping into one of Vicky's tours. Yeah. If you can't get on a full day tour, another one that we would definitely recommend is the Rangelands Rifts and Sunset Tour. Uh, it again is a private property, so you can't access this unless you are going on 
a tour. That it's one of those spots that you don't want to miss out on experiencing. That landscape was like nothing I've ever seen before. Yeah, I know. I, I actually hard to explain. Well, it is hard to explain, and so I I did an Instagram post of it last night, and I put it was like stepping into a movie set, mm. walking through these corridors and tunnels that have been carved out of the rock formation from natural erosion, predominantly wind erosion. Mm -hmm. And so you're walking amongst these towering cliffs of rock. Do you remember that game as a kid called Knuckles? Yes. And it's actually it was originally played with, uh, I think, sheep bones. Right. And that had yeah, been boiled right. down. Yeah. And so if you tip those knuckles all on their side in a row, mm -hmm. it reminded me of that. You're walking through these, I don't know, like 30-foot knuckles. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, interesting. I um, Some of them reminded me of like massive ships in dry dock they yeah, kind true. of had that shape mm -hmm. um, but little cracks and crevices and just unbelievable and it is like walking through a movie set in fact it it actually formed a well it played a big role in uh, the nick cave movie that was filmed proposition the proposition that's mm. right filmed entirely on location in winton in 2005 so if you aren't lucky enough to get the opportunity to go out and actually experience the rangelands for yourself. Perhaps check it out in that movie. Yeah, good idea. Okay, so the other exciting part of the week was having enough time to actually get out, uh, experience the number of pubs uh, <laughs> and the pub grub, as they call it, which mm. is really quite good. Like yes. e everywhere we ate, the food was great. But meeting some of the characters. So first off was a lady called Amanda Lynn mm. who runs an entertainment show called The Crack Up Sisters. Mm -hmm. And they have been touring around Australia, predominantly rural and regional Australian mm -hmm. locations, presenting a 20 to 30 minute show that's very interactive that is all based around Australian comedy and Australian skill sets, mm. skills that you wouldn't realise that were developed and born from Australia are the whip cracking, mm -hmm. the stockman's whip. Interestingly, the first thing that man created to break the sound barrier. I'd love to learn how to crack a stockman's whip. <laughs> Scare me. Uh, and then also hula hoop was an Australian invention. Who knew that? No, no. Knockabout acrobatics which is a form of acrobatics, but a little rougher. Yeah, so that, for me, conjures up what you would see if you went to a traditional rodeo and you saw, you know, how they have the... slapstick the, exactly. clown with the In with the, the dirt balls. and, yeah. Yeah, it's like that, but if you can imagine, done by sisters. Yeah. Um, and then some aerial performances and, and, again, very interactive with the audience. So a comedy show with all these different skill sets. Well, they've now taken that out of a touring trailer kind of setup 
to start building their very own house known as the Crack Up Sisters House. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to be open, uh, I think, the end of March, April 2021. And we would love to go back for a number of reasons to to see Winton, but that will be one of the attractions that we look forward to seeing open as well. Definitely, because you can go and watch a show. You can go and tour through the Crack Up Sisters House and I believe you are going to even be able to have an overnight experience there as well. So I think lots of fun for every age to be had at the Crack Up Sisters. Yeah, particularly young families, I think, you know, or with with a group of young kids would would really be enjoyable uh, because of the slapstick component to it. Next, we headed in to meet... Uh, one of the original opal hunters, we call him, mm-hmm. Joseph Taranto and his wife, have been mining the area for, I think he mentioned, over 30 years. Yeah. Opals have been a huge part of this region and have yielded some pretty amazing success stories. There are a number of dealers throughout mm-hmm. town, but Joe is a really wonderful character, yeah. great storyteller, really invested again another passionate person that has found something that he absolutely loves doing and loves sharing Mm. i really loved that and we've experienced that a few times over the last few weeks in our travels where we've met someone or a family who have found this thing that they just absolutely love and then created this incredible success story and legacy from it and joe was exactly that. He was just, he's this guy who just found an opal and thought, this is amazing and I love this. And he has built this fantastic career from it and now has this beautiful shop Mm. in the main street of Winton where you can not only go in and experience, you know, the perspective from an opal miner, but you can buy some of the most beautiful opal jewellery. I loved it from Jasper's point of view that Joe has set up a, I think it's called a pocket uh, mine where there's a wheelbarrow full of like discarded chunks of rock that have opal hidden in amongst Mm -hmm. them and the kids can spray it with a, a water spray and reveal all of the the treasure that's found in these rocks and so there was that experience and jasper had a beautiful piece of opal that joe gave to him uh you can see the history through an opal mining walk that they've created at the back of the shop Mm -hmm. and then as you say come back out into the main area there's a lounge area that you can watch a short documentary on the history of opals and joe's um mining over those years or you can check out all of the jewellery that they have created themselves. Incredible. Yeah, just fantastic. I love that Joe got excited about, you know, watching him interact with Jasper while they were spraying those rocks and looking for opal within those, as you say, those offcuts, Paul. Mm-hmm. But the tiniest little bit of opal in those rocks, and Joe was just as excited about it as Jasper was, and I really love that because it was truly a genuine authentic experience and you could see how passionate he was about the opal it really is that discovering treasure that no one else has ever found Mm -hmm. or seen part of it that is so (laughs) ignited in joe and you can see how he was able to 
really transfer that to Jasper during oh, that experience just, was great. It's Jasper's little face when Joe <laughs> revealed to us some of the most incredible pieces of opal that I've ever seen. Mm. And Jasper's face, you know, hearing him <gasps> just yeah. was just amazing. Really great experience. Opalton, uh, interestingly, is also, oh gosh, 120, 130 kilometres outside of Winton. Again, red dirt, corrugated road, a little harder going on the vehicle. We actually attempted to get out to Opalton. Uh, and the only reason we weren't able to get out there is because they had a massive amount of rain headed our way. I think we got about 65 kilometres out, turned around and headed back. Mm. Saw Joe and he said, you are lucky that you headed back because you may have been stuck out there for a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, actually. Out on those uh, red dirt roads, when the rains come, you can pretty much, you know, be guaranteed you're going to be camping out for a <laughs> Bunker a down or, yeah, take some <laughs> some uh, oars with you in case you need to paddle. Okay, so next door to Joe's shop and at the back of Joe's shop is an open-air theatre a cinema it once was it once was a roller skating rink How as well cool. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it is now an open air theater or cinema uh, and every year they have the vision splendid outback film festival and how lucky were we that we just <laughs> happened to decide to stay in winton for it this year uh, amazing timing because we honestly did not know that it was on. Uh, the festival director, a guy called Mark Melrose, also sat down with me and, and had a chat. So I was able to interview him as well. All of these interviews that happened during this week, I have cut down into great little video segments and included it alongside Lark Quarry, the Dinosaur Stampede and Vicky's Red Dirt Tours in this week's mm. episode. Uh, it's about a 20-minute episode on YouTube and it really is jam-packed with really wonderful experiences that make up our second week of Winton. So you can check that out mm. on our YouTube channel or visit our website, thefeelgoodfamily.com.au, to search for any of this content um, and check it out. Mark had really expressed to us what a successful year it had been mm, for amazing. the film festival. Over 40 films had been put up and showcased, uh, and these range from four world premieres to other films. The interesting connector for all of these is that they are all Australian-created films, so they have a link to Australia whether that is through the director, the cast, the location. So that is what sets them apart from every other film mm. festival around the world is that they are the only one dedicated to Australian film industry, which mm -hmm. is is what makes it really special, particularly in a location that is so remote as Winton. I mean, it's took us 1,439 kilometres. Fair enough, we went via Charleville to get from Brisbane to Winton, mm -hmm. so it truly is outback, outback mm. Queensland. Uh, but people migrate every year for yep. the Outback Film Festival. They had about 4,000 people attend this year's festival. They're most successful to date, and they can see that it's just going to increase. So if you do plan to go out there, the dates for next year, get online and check it out, the Vision Splendid Film Festival, and book early because... Mm. It does absolutely fill up. That's right. And it is back in its normal time slot next year, which is over winter, which means 
cooler temperatures, mm. which means much more <laughs> enjoyable experience than being out there towards the end of spring and summer. Um, but so worth it, mm. not only for just the film festival, but the atmosphere that that then creates within the town of Winton mm. itself. You know, we we had a few meals out um, of an evening at any of the local pubs and there is a buzz atmosphere in Winton during the film festival because there are people out and about. That's a great point. They have really set this town up, the streetscape, the uh, accommodation, and then also the food and beverage offer for tourists. Yes. They are very welcoming. There is a really interesting blend of city slickers. I mean, they stick out like sore thumbs. Mm -hmm. And then the travelling families, mm -hmm. the grey nomads, and then the locals. And it's this clash of all of those personalities that make it so enjoyable. Yeah. Mm. We loved our time in Winton. It really is a vibrant outback town that is just full of hidden gems. Mm. Hey, one thing that I also wanted to mention is that at the end of the film festival, on the Saturday night, after the full week of uh, activities, loads of kids' activities mm. as well, they have a, yeah. a kids' club every morning at 9.30am uh, with free activities and then they have films scheduled every day. But at the end of the festival, they showcase student films that have been created and produced during that week in Winton. Mm. So they've partnered with Griffith University and they have approximately 60 film students come out to create their films and they're showcased on the final night. So awesome. That's cool. Do you know, I mean, we're certainly not filmmakers of any type, but many, many years ago when we were living in Sydney, we participated in a fantastic event with a very good friend of ours called the 48-Hour Film Festival. And so we've had a little taste of what it's like to write and film and produce a short film in a short amount of time. And I love that this film festival in Winton doesn't just showcase you know, big ticket, premiering, you know, high budget films. It is all about the grassroots. It is all about encouraging young up and coming film students to get into, you know, that, that real life situation where they're on location and creating their work. And then they get rewarded with having that work showcased at the end of the film festival. I just think that's fantastic. It is brilliant. Uh, they also have access to big-name directors mm -hmm. and other producers and actors that have done it and are doing it. So there's a little bit of mentoring that happens yeah, amongst this as well. And one Very of the most cool. incredible locations within Australia, I would say, Winton is full of so many different kinds of landscape, perfect for a film set. So there you go. It was a, a really jam-packed week too. I mean, you know, eh, could you spend another week there? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, but honestly, I think if you even allowed yourself at least four days, you would still be running around mm. uh, trying to get everything done. So, but you can do it in a, in a, obviously a short amount of time, depending on what time you have available. Uh, our recommendation, at least a week, if it's 
available to you two weeks. <laughs> and we will be back. Oh, most definitely. There is so much new stuff happening in Winton the first quarter of next year with, um, as we said, the Crack Up Sisters. The Age of Dinosaurs is opening some new exhibits uh, at that incredible An museum. observatory as well. Yes. Natural so, History Museum. That's right. So Amazing. much to go back for. All right. Well, we're going to leave it there for this week. Next week is going to be an awesome episode. We have had an amazing amount of questions come through our website and different comments on YouTube and the socials that have really asked us questions around what to expect taking on an outback adventure mm. like this. We also had loads of questions ourselves. You know, is it safe? Will we run out of fuel? <laughs> Will we hit a kangaroo? What What is there to do? Mm -hmm. I mean... It, endless amount of questions we've narrowed those down into kind of 10 questions or categorized questions and uh we'll be putting together an episode that's completely based around that mm -hmm. uh, on youtube and also here on the podcast so that will be next week so make sure that you tune in for that but for now we will wrap up wish you all the best take care of yourself dream big look after your family and happy trails Feel the journey, feel the journey.